Devin Peacock, our sports guy, is still here. Uh, Jim Kelly is back from his vacation. Jim, you and Dev were hanging out on the weekend. You, yes. You, you you did your charity boxing thing in uh, in the fall, mm-hmm. and you've become a bit of a boxing aficionado now. Yeah. Well, it was put on by the gym I trained at for four months, Boomer's Boxing Club. They had a memorial uh, evening event for Lawrence Boom, the guy that started this gym, basically. Uh, and one of our friend's kids was fighting in it. And I say kid, he's probably like a preteen teenager. 13, 13 years, 13 years old. old. So he he saw his dad training in this uh, in, in these this charity fight. So he would come along to all the practices. You'd see him in the corner. He'd be shadow boxing. Now his son has actually taken it up for the last little bit. And it's turned out to be a good little fighter. I was watching video of him training. I'm like, man, this kid has potential to be a good fighter. Well, let's give him a shout out. His name's Cassius. Which, if you name your kid Cassius, you got to think <laughs> that he's got to at least try boxing. Yeah. Ca- so, yeah Deb Ca- was there, too. I was there. So I got a text uh, from Jim saying, are you at the fights tonight? I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I am at the fights tonight. And then after the text, or after the fight, Cassius' fight, all I texted was to Dev, I mean, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> because something crazy happened in the ring. First fight for him, Cassius. And was think, it all? Was it all kids' fights? No, no, it was sanctions. Uh, sanctions kids' fights. Kids' fights. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, like that daycare <laughs> that was charged at the Fight Club. Well, only, those were those were unsanctioned. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this was totally sanctioned. It was the only youth fight. All the rest were adults. But anyway, it was the first or second fight of the night, and we're all hyped. The crowd to see it happen. The kids were both hyped. They're both in the ring, ready to go. Cassius came out like a raging bull, and there were so many punches thrown so quick. And the first round is they're all three minute rounds, so three minutes flies by. A lot of punches. Is thrown. They go back to their respective corners. Cassius in one, the other kid in the other corner. All of a sudden, the other kid starts puking. And when I mean puke, I mean a straight brown, like, <laughs> like there was a lot of liquid that came I've out. I've got the video if you want to see it. Do you actually? <laughs> no, I do have the video. Oh my God, because it was like right on the canvas, you know, towards the center of the ring. So obviously they call Exorcist the fight. Exorcist style. Yes. Yeah, Projectile. Yeah. Felt super bad for the other kid. Because, and he looked talented. He just just didn't nerves have got, the cardio, yeah, I guess. Yeah, nerves. nerves got the best of him. Maybe the cardio a little bit. When you think about him, though, I hope he gets back in the ring, and that's not his last experience doing this because that'd be kind of scarring. But you got like a hundred, you got hundreds of people watching. It's a, a big environment. Maybe his first fight. Like they try to match you up with people at your same uh, skill level. So yeah. it's it's it'd be a tough situation. Those people who had ringside seats thought they were pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The celebs in the front row wanted to be on camera. But hey, I was training. I puked twice during training. Well, you puke for a myriad of reasons. Yeah, Jim. yeah. Sometimes just for fun. <laughs> you're a, you're a barfer. I'm a, so I'm a you must you must have been able to relate with that poor yeah, guy. Yeah. And the spit bucket, not big enough. No. <laughs> they also did, they seem to forget about the, the spit bucket. It was just, oh, the it was bucket was right there. Panic mode. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. But they cleaned it up and the fights continued. I wasn't sure if it was going to be a biohazard and they'd have to call the night, but they <laughs> the got the The barfing kid out. kept fighting? No, no, no. That was a the TKO. Fights, the fights continued, <laughs> yes. Well, it was, technically, it was a TKO. Mm-hmm. <laughs> was it? Yeah. A throw Cash, up knockout. Cash just got a TKO. <laughs> Oh, he's one for one. (laughs) He's going to be disappointed now if the next guy doesn't throw (laughs) up. This is a headline from the Toronto Star. Toronto man gets prison for tricking men into anonymous sex through hole in sheet. Oh, boy. Yeah. So, obviously, this has some adult themes in it. If you are uh, in the car with some ears who shouldn't be hearing it, you may want to turn the radio down. 
So what happened is there was a couple guys who thought they were speaking to a woman online named Angela. Angela invited them over to a home in Toronto and said, um, hey, uh, we're not going to meet, but I'm going to hang a sheet in the doorway with a hole cut in it. Perfect. You figure out what to do with that hole. Give you a hint. It was government endorsed during the pandemic. Yeah, okay. <laughs> this is a health uh, procedure. So two men were were victim to this ruse. They uh, they put their things in the in the hole, and then uh, what you would expect to happen on the other side happened. However, the second man became suspicious, pulled the sheet down. And didn't find Angela, instead found Tony. Oh, boy. Tony was back there wearing a wig. <laughs> Who's the boss, indeed? <laughs> um, so Tony was charged, rightfully so, with sexual assault. And uh, he, he had quite the defense that he had formulated in the courtroom. He said that, no, 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 there, there was a woman named Angela behind there, but she just left before they pulled the sheet down. <laughs> and then I had to pick up the slack. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> that is brutal. But these, like, obviously th- there are victims here, but how... Could you possibly think that this was on the up and up? How could well, you there's not? Red, there's red flags for there's sure. There's a few. Yeah. And Angela said yeah. that she wasn't able to speak to the men because she had to be quiet in the home. Um, I have got a cold. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hello. No, she wasn't. She didn't talk no, to no. them. It she was said, just like, uh, was, I don't know. Knock on the wall three times. We all know that romantic song from the 60s. Knock three times on the wall if you're behind the sheet. (laughs) That's not how it goes. (laughs) I think it does. What about the first guy, though? The first guy goes in there, and he leaves, and he's probably all excited. Like, wow, that was something. Wow, that was easy. Uh, Yeah. Wow. They say dating's hard. No strings attached. In and out within five minutes? This is, I'm going to tell all my friends. And then he walks past the newsstand and sees the uh, the story of the second guy who went in there. Yeah, yeah. He says, wait a second. Hold Sheet on. Sheet hole. Wait a Tony. How oh, That would be a terrible situation, though. Ripping down that sheet and discovering you were part of a ruse. Oh, my. I'm surprised the guys didn't get in a fight. Uh, The other excuse that Tony had was the effects of the COVID-19 pandemic led to poor (laughs) decision-making. You get used to it once, though. That's the thing. This this is during COVID. That makes more sense. Oh, so he was being safe. He was being, uh, you know, he was lying the whole time. Right. But this was Teresa Tam's fault. (laughs) She's the one who told us to do this. Yeah, they said to use the glory holes. Now it makes a little more sense as to why you would think this would be a a good idea without ever meeting the person. This was a safety guideline. I'm just doing my part and trusting the science. Everyone was a little lonely during COVID. Anyways, uh, yeah, the judge wasn't buying it. Tony's in big trouble. Oh, no. Taz and Jim, yes, both of us in studio this week. Jim took last week off to go skiing with the boys, and he says he has no stories to tell about his ski trip. Nothing interesting happened. Is that what you all uh, 
decided you were going to go with when uh, the wives asked? Okay, we all got arrested. Fine. <laughs> no, it Four. was. It was a. It was a great trip, but it was not. It didn't get crazy or anything like that. We all went to bed at reasonable hours. We got up early and went hit the ski hills as hard as we could. And Nobody had to go to the hospital with holiday heart? No, That's no. happened in years past, right? Yeah, yeah, that's true. What gave her a little too hard in the hot tub and uh, <laughs> smoked too many cigs, drank too many beers, and next thing you know, your heart rate won't come down. Uh, no, we, we, uh, nothing, nothing crazy happened. It was a nice trip and <laughs> I wish something wild happened, but it was by the book and nobody fell down a hole in a construction site. Didn't that happen yeah, uh, on the yeah. trip years gone by? Yeah. No private jet this time around? No, no. Oh, you're getting so old and boring, Jim. It's kind of nice though. Cause like somebody's not dying. You're not going to the hospital. <laughs> I had no hangovers. I didn't throw up on the hill. It was uh, pretty it was good. good. Yeah, pretty good, good. good trip. Drama free. Uh-huh. Uh, we're getting a couple text messages now that people are hearing your voice on the radio again. They uh, they haven't forgotten that we put a Super Bowl bet together mm-hmm. before you left on vacation. Yes. I was able to select my team first. I took Kansas City, and during the majority of the game, I was kicking myself. But I, I, I had said, whatever team my four-year-old daughter Amelia picks with her football picks, I'm going to go with that team. Mm-hmm. She said Kansas City. She knows her stuff. And I should have never knew. doubted her. I know. Why would you? Overtime victory for Mahomes and the crew, which means that you are the loser of the bet. Yeah. And this week, you need to get pelted with paintballs. Yeah. Okay. So the deal is, like, I don't know, do I have to run back and forth a certain amount of times, or is there an object I have to get and then retreat back to my hole? Like, you know, we have a few options here. Do I have to stand there and take it for 30 seconds? I think if you run back and forth multiple, maybe, I don't know, what do you think's fair? I think three. We never hammered that out. I think three is good. So we're setting up two little shelters that Jim is going to have to run back and forth uh, between along a wall, so it's going to be like a shooting gallery, basically. And I'm going to be across the street with some Taz and Jim listeners mm-hmm. firing paintballs at you. Also, I get to choose your outfit. I get okay. to dress you like an animal. All right, because I am the hunter. You are the hunted. I'm the prey. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I, at least, at least you're dressing. You can't just call me like a shaved. T- and just no, put me out there naked. What I would like, you know those uh, pajama hoodies people wear, like those animal pajama? Sure, like a Rudolph re- the reindeer one or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I'd like a unicorn one. I want to go unicorn okay. hunting. <laughs> Plus, there's the only white... one left, man. You want to kill it? <laughs> the white unicorn with the, the colored paintballs, that would be a good contrast for the video, yeah. right? And then afterwards, it'd be a rainbow colored unicorn. You know what I mean? So it would yeah. be appropriate if it starts white. Yeah. So I'm thinking unicorn. Okay. Got to find you uh, the appropriate outfit. And what day's good for you? Thursday, Friday? To get shot. Huh. To what get day? shot with paintballs. <laughs> now, I will say. <laughs> Let's go Thursday. It is It is uh, going to get a little warmer. Tomorrow's going to be 8 degrees, they're saying. But then 7 Thursday with light rain. So the paint will wash off. Yeah, I might slip and then just be a sitting duck. Minus four is the high on Saturday, so you may not want to do it on Saturday because that's frozen paintball territory. Yeah, and by the way, I will never be able to prove it, but if I have a feeling any of you guys freeze a paintball, I'll know. (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm just telling you now. I'll know. Uh, the best part is this was your idea. Yeah. <laughs> you know what we should do? Get some paintball guns. Fun. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So by the end of the week, we will have that video online of Jim becoming the hunted and mm-hmm. Taz becoming the hunter. Thanks again to the Kansas City Chiefs, who are pretty good at winning Super Bowls, it turns out. Taz and Jim, you know we uh, play a game here on the show called Where'd They Hide It? It's about people hiding things, usually to smuggle drugs across borders, mm-hmm. right? And a lot of uh, criminals, it's a, it's a hiding place as old as time. A lot of criminals will try to hide things in the daily dumper area, as sure. we call it. <laughs> Which is the backside, yep. right? Never heard of this before. I, I'm glad this isn't my thing. There's a guy, six foot six, 250 pounds. His name is Mitchell Vest. And he is facing charges after walking into antique stores in the Houston area wearing a kilt. <laughs> okay. Wearing a kilt. Um, the owners of an antique market received a video that was sent from one of the vendor's security cameras. And in the video, they noticed that Mitchell was taking items, putting them under the kilt, Uh. and then keistering them. Holy. Making them reappear and putting them back on the shelf. That's worse than stealing. (laughs) Just take them home with you. Here is the uh, the lady from the antique store talking about it. Remember when I was disgusted that night? Uh, one of the dealers sent me a video that she had from a camera in her own booth. I think they've been in here before. The employees recognized them and said they were just you know the guy was really nice and she was nice and um, they just shopped around for a few hours. What did they do with those products? They threw them away mostly. They threw away the products that they knew that he put in there, but they wiped everything down just in case. Aha. You'd have to do one of those things where you put a tent over the entire building, <laughs> like you were spraying for bugs before I'm stepping foot in he there He was again. there with his wife, too, just perusing. Yeah, yeah. They probably both get off on that weirdness. That and the thing about that's even worse at an antique store because like the antiques a lot of it is like smelled too like you take an old book in a bookstore and you put it up to your face and you smell that book, people are handling and smelling. Are you smelling a lot of antiques when you go antique? Books again? specifically, yeah. I am. Yeah, yeah. You'd look at one of Mitchell's pieces that he's put back on the shelf and you'd be like, "Ooh, look at the patina on this. <laughs> is that rust? <laughs> no. You can tell it's old." <laughs> Just smell it. Oh, my God. <laughs> maybe maybe Mitchell is trying to pitch a new TV show, American Bum Pickers. <laughs> Did you go see a movie on the weekend? We were talking last week about how through February, Cineplex is doing $5 Tuesdays. Ooh. So it is Tuesday. Uh, throwback pricing. Interesting. I'd, go, I'd be down for that. Five bucks? That's a good in-the-door in the price. From what I've seen, $5 still too much to see the new movie Madam Web, though. Oh! <laughs> Getting uh, not great reviews. People, this is the problem. Who the hell's Madam Web? Yeah. I, I'm a comic, I grew up a comic book fan. 
I, I, I couldn't tell you who Madam Web is. <laughs> a psychic version of Spider-Man? I think that's what I understand from... And she's got some friends who do something? Yeah. There's, there's, Let me know, Jim, because you, you're going to the movies for $5 today with yeah. your girlfriend. <laughs> I guess oh, so. Oh, sorry, your wife. It's just oversaturation. They've got the bottom of the barrel superheroes left right. to talk about. It's Guys, move on. I'll be honest, though. Valentine's Day, Marvel put out a Valentine's Day card featuring the new cast of the upcoming Fantastic Four movie. And I did get excited to see superheroes that I recognize. Okay, yeah. Right? The Mr. Thing. Fantastic, The Thing, Invisible uh, Woman, and The Human Torch. I know all of them. Yeah. So if you're doing a movie with superheroes I know, maybe I'll go see it. And please contain it to one universe. No multiverse, no time travel. I got bad news for you. Don't say it. The new Fantastic Four movie reportedly takes place in the 60s and will feature multiverse and time travel no. elements. It would have been awesome if, they, if it would have just taken place in the 60s. Just that, that alone yeah. would have been a good enough novelty to shake things up a little bit, but of course, they can't help themselves. No, got to multiverse it. Speaking of movie theaters, what is the spot in a movie theater that has the most bacteria? If you had to <laughs> guess, what would you say? The spot? I, it has to be the door handle to get into, the, into it. New study looked at the top bacteria hotspots, found the average seat has 1,864 1, colonies of bacteria. Col colonies? 14 times more than the average toilet seat. Whoa! Cause you, yeah, I guess the, like they say, a toilet seat gets washed. What do you? What do you? How do you wash a a, a, a theater seat? Brush like, off the popcorn no, and get ready yeah, for the next. Exactly. Butt. Get the air compressor out. <laughs> That's not the most disgusting, though. No. Okay. One spot even more bacteria filled: the cup holders. Yeah. yeah. An average of two thousand three hundred ninety-six colonies of bacteria. 18 times more than a toilet seat. Oh, man. That sounds like a lot, but just to put it in perspective, your average kitchen sponge is grosser than that. Okay, but it's my sponge. It's my kitchen. Those are my bacteria Those are my, colonies. Those are my colonies, yo. <laughs> if you're going to the movie theater, maybe Madam Web is a good choice because not many people are going to see it. That means mm. fewer bacteria colonies, right? There we go. Devin Peacock is our sports guy. He joins us. Dev and Jim are both uh, Maple Leaf fans. They were looking pretty good on the weekend, especially Austin Matthews, Dev. He is on a heater. He's playing some of his best hockey of the season, now up to 49 goals. He had games with back-to-back uh, hat tricks. The Leafs actually went three straight games with players recording a hat trick. First, it was Bobby McMahon. Then you had Austin Matthews and Austin Matthews. Both hmm. McMahon and Matthews scored against St. Louis on Monday. He's on track to score over 70 goals uh, this season. Austin Matthews may not win it. I'm not saying he should, but he should be in the Hart Trophy conversation. And it sounds weird, but I don't think he's getting the respect he deserves. When you look at Kucherov, you look at McDavid, both guys who are very worthy to be in it. You could have five guys, I think, have an, a real argument to be in the Hart Trophy conversation this year, but it sh one of those five should be Austin Matthews. Yeah, he's uh, 
he's doing pretty well. He's on track to score 70 goals. We haven't seen that happen since the 90s. There was a year where Timu Solani and Alexander McGillney both scored 70 in the same season. For his McGillney. For as great as he's been, Alex Ovechkin never scored 70. Interesting. He's been consistent, just never oh, got he, that uh, peak. Eh? He's, he's, got, he's had 60, he's had a lot of 50-goal yeah. seasons, but never got up to 70. You've got a guy performing like Matthews on your team. How frustrated are you if things don't pan out when the playoffs roll around, knowing this guy is possibly the best in the league? There is some frustration, but I mean, I, you can't have watched this team play this season and not see that there's flaws on the roster. And so Austin Matthews can only do so much. In the playoffs, things tighten up. And it is unrealistic to expect him to be like 40% of the offense in the playoffs. Other guys have to step up. The most encouraging thing about the past couple of games has been a guy like Bobby McMahon who has stepped up. Um, He's not going to score like this all the time, but you need that secondary scoring if you're going to go far in the playoffs. Especially Morgan Riley out too, so they're missing their big D guy and still winning. They're still winning, and also like... We we talked about this last week, Taz. Like the the the, the whole repeal, uh, appeal process for his uh, uh, his suspension. Yeah. Hey NHL, could we speed that up a little bit? Are you? Did you guys forget? <laughs> Honestly, like how long does yeah, it take? It's, to it's, say no, they'll no. retroactively award it so he can do anything yeah. now, and then he'll his get sentence two bonus will games. be served by the time they get the appeal done. It's stupid. Like it's, it's stupid, but at least your team's still winning while he's out. They shouldn't have to be saying, well, it's at least we're getting by while the NHL forgets what day it is and what's going on. But you say, you think he deserved the suspension. He did, but also he appealed, <laughs> so he deserves to he go des- through the process. He deserves to have an appeal in a timely process. Now, Austin Matthews playing lights out. It'll be exciting to see if he can go beyond 70. Thanks, Dev. I had a fun weekend, Jim. Yeah. Was in Leamington, Ontario. Have you spent much time in Leamington? Zero. Never been? Never been. You've got to see the aurora in Leamington. What's that? Beautiful. Oh, the, the lights at night. You can see the lights in the sky. The aurora borealis? Yeah, it's so beautiful. In Leamington. <laughs> at this time of year. We were at my son's hockey tournament, and one of the dads sent a picture. He's like, wow, you can really see the aurora. You guys should look at, at the sky. The uh, hydroponic lights. Oh, I see. <laughs> the sky, Off in the the sky does look beautiful over huh. Leamington. It's like a beautiful hazy pink color. Um, but yeah, it's from the all the all the lights in the greenhouses. Huh. Tomatoes, other things. Yeah, yeah. There is a stretch of of road going into Leamington where you'd have to. Just double check that you didn't run over a skunk. Yeah, there's a there's a classic episode of The Simpsons where they mix tobacco with tomatoes. Now I feel like Leamington's getting very close to that, <laughs> very close. And what happens? I haven't seen that. Tobacco. <laughs> tobacco. And it becomes a very addictive, unhealthy version of tomatoes. So I'm just saying, you do a little uh, cross breeding, cross pollinating <laughs> of those seeds. You never know. Some GMO action. Yeah, they should start promoting that, though. <laughs> Come see the gorgeous Aurora Borealis yeah. in Leamington, Ontario. The lights never end. Nature, it's it's a wonderful <laughs> thing. <laughs> so we had uh, we had all the the seven year old kids and. We stayed at the Best Western there in Leamington, which is a, a great hotel. They had what is called the Fun Zone in the middle of it. 
Hmm. Where they had rooms like backing on you, like sliding doors, and you could look out into the fun zone. Climbers, ping pong tables, pool tables, hmm. uh, basketball court, pool with water slides. This hotel is designed for hockey tournaments. Yeah, we were calling it the Thunderdome. Oh, because the boy. parents once they get it, parents bust the cooler open and there's no more law or yeah. rule, <laughs> rules in there. The kids are just running around like Lord of the Flies. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> heads on pikes. <laughs> They're all exhausted. No doubt. by the end of it. Mm-hmm. But a great time. Thank you, Leamington, for a wonderful tournament.